Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer, and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. (laughs) Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle, especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? (laughs) No, I have not had it in the can. (laughs) Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now... Live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another session here on the Brewing Network. And today we're live from the Monterey uh, Beer Festival, which uh, we've never been to before. Uh, but we're invited this year by our good friends over at uh, thebeergeek.com. And they uh, had us come out and do our... Our shtick. Do our thing. Live from uh, the fairgrounds here in Monterey, California. Monterey's a great place to be in general, and if there's going to be a beer fest here, uh, yeah, I'm here. That's uh, that's all you have to say. Pretty much. You had me at b- <laughs> when they said uh, Monterey b- Yeah. Uh, Bevo's been enjoying herself all day long. When she found out that she wouldn't have to uh, moderate the phones today, we've got no phones, we've got no chat room, uh, she asked if she could just get drunk instead. <laughs> And we said, uh, I said, sure, whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I did. And then you did. And as you can, you'll probably hear throughout the show. That's what uh, most yeah. of the of the fest goers are doing anyway. So, Bevo, you're right there with our people. Awesome. Yeah, you, you're I'm doing a good job. Great, just for the record. Yeah. So I do think you might have some tough competition for drunk of the week out here, though. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah, a lot much. of people here, and uh, they're doing their part to taste as much of the good craft beer that they can. Sean O'Sullivan's with us as he likes to be on these remotes. I love it when you come out to these things with us. I got a couple things for you right now. You do? This is the last can of watermelon we eat at the festival. Oh, really? But I also. You're out already? It's like an hour into it. Yeah, we're out. It's very popular over there. All right. But the little secret of the festival Rainier Green Death, 7.3% alcohol, right near our booth. Really? They got 20 cases of it over there. They do. Why didn't you bring any of that for us? Well, you know, because it's a craft beer show. (laughs) I see. (laughs) But uh, Bebo will drink anything at this point. Word. Yeah. Is that the beer I had in Washington that yeah. you asked me about? Yeah, yeah. that you uh, enjoyed thoroughly. Yeah. 
thoroughly. And you went on your vampire trip. Are you keeping your last Don't can of watermelon me. wheat to yourself, well, Sully? I thought, yeah, I'm kind of fondling it like that. Aren't I brought I? a bunch yeah. of it. I'll have it myself. You should just wing it into yeah, the crowd. Want, would you like a little bit, JP? Yeah, I would love a little bit. So, Sean, as always, 21st Amendment watermelon wheat's one of the most popular beers at the festival. You had a line of people waiting for it. Yeah, we had a line. We had Gabby over there, Steph's over there. I was uh, taking care of the recycling. You were? <laughs> That's Sully's job at these festivals. Uh, you doing okay, girls? Take the garbage I'll out. take out the garbage. Yeah. I'll be right back. i got to talk on the radio. Yeah. Good for you. You know, I heard a couple of just people, just random people talking about um, the watermelon wheat. Like, is this the beer? Is that the, we were drinking it earlier. Is that the beer I've heard so much about? Is that the watermelon wheat? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's yeah. tasty, man. I heard a whole bunch of uh, some guys uh, from a gang, I think, in the bathroom actually <laughs> talking about it. So I think we're popular out here with that. So That's good. Yeah. You always, always be popular with the gangsters. How great would it be if watermelon wheat turned into the new Colt 45? Like, it's the <laughs> new gang beer. It, paper bags and porches all over Southern California. We have California. to redesign the can yeah. and everything. I'll take it. I'll take it. You no. would take it. Yeah. It would be in every ghetto movie that comes out in the next ten Pour years. Pour a little watermelon wheat out for your and, and I become like this weird, like, uh, stand-up, you know, they got to cut out of me and all that. They're like, you know, Sean O'Sullivan. <laughs> Goes down easy. Yeah. You'd have to put it in tall boy cans yeah. and then, of course, 40-ounce oh, yeah. clear glass bottles. Absolutely. How do you think the beer would hold up in a 40-ounce clear glass bottle? It, it, exceptionally. <laughs> exceptionally well. I mean, it's why are you going to ask fun. me with that question? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So there's a lot of exciting stuff happening out here at the Beer Fest today. There's three different live bands playing for us, which uh, you folks at home will be able to hear through the microphones all throughout the broadcast. Uh, not as clearly as we can. But then yeah, Stung is on right now. Is that right? It's uh, all the police. police. I got. I have to tell Clever. you, the Weezer was on before. They yeah. were interesting. They had nice sweaters. What was their name? Did I they have a them. Weezer name? I, I don't know. Probably well, asthma. Something like that. <laughs> but but yeah. Sting, is, yeah. it's called Stung, I think is the guy's name. Yeah. But he sounds so much like it. In fact, I heard a rumor once that the guy, that the lead singer, was actually tapped to kind of take Sting's replace by the, la- the two remaining members of uh, the police yeah. to go on tour. What? I'm not kidding. I, I heard that this story. This is a rumor. This is one no. of those was beer he fest you rumors. That? He also has a watermelon wheat t-shirt on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I heard I that. see how this yeah, rumor gets deal. started then. And then there's also going to be a Tom Petty cover band today. So it's all cover yeah. bands and craft beer at the Monterey Beer Festival. If you uh, wanted to be here today, you're too late. It's a sold-out fest. Is there's it a, sold out? There's a line down the street. I say it's because they knew we were here. Yeah. That's why. Look, there's a couple that just got married today. Yeah, now, I wanted to talk to these <laughs> On folks. On purpose or uh, what? And, and yeah. I told you there's a lot of exciting stuff that happens out of this beer festival, and, and this is one of them. Our good friends here, Mitch and Melissa, uh, we met them just a little bit early. Come on around the back of the table here. Give them a couple microphones real quick. Mitch and Melissa, we're going to hear their story. Uh, let me paint a picture for you. We're out here in the sunshine in Monterey, and, and there's a lot of people in jeans and T-shirts. And, and uh, short skirts. Short skirts. want to say that again. Yeah, there's a lot of good, uh, you know, casual-dressed beer fest goers, as you'll usually find. And then walking through the crowd with a couple of beers in their hand is a, is a, is a beautiful young lady. Lady in a in a in a pink wedding gown, yeah, and a dapper young man in his oh. uh, in his very nice suit, and so I see these two walking through the crowd, and I and I've seen I've been to a lot of beer festivals, and I've seen yeah. some weird things going on. Never seen that though. I've never seen that, and <laughs> no, so I had different. to go ask. Yeah. Uh, I said, "Come on, guys, what's going on? You're just trying to be different." <laughs> and uh, they had nothing. It was laundry day. They had yeah, nothing right. else to wear. Yes, is all they had. You know. What is the is the real story, Mitch and Melissa? Why are you dressed up so nicely today? Uh, the story is is that <laughs> we had planned to go to the beer fest, and it was on June 6th. And then we made our wedding plans for June 6th. 
and accidentally, not knowing they were not, the same day? Not remembering that they're the same day. I see. And then uh, we sort of remembered that they were on the same day, and we're like, uh-oh, well, we can't miss the beer fest. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, of course, you couldn't cancel the wedding. No. Because no. that would, you know, your family yeah. might think you guys are very strange. Right, Can right. I just say uh, keeper? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a keeper to me. Yeah. On top of that, I have to say that it was yeah. actually her idea to cancel all of the other reception plans and just do the reception. Really? No, that's yeah. great. Wow. That's good. Well, congratulations. So, so what happens? You had your, your ceremony this morning. Yes, we yes. did. And was that, like you know, family and friends, like a regular ceremony? Yes, it was. Okay. And it was just a small ceremony on a CLMR beach. Okay. So just uh, real close friends and family. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we are here now. So what, And then, of course, what normally happens is everyone then goes over to the reception hall or yeah, whatever you've got. And dances really awfully and right. spills a lot of wine on Grandma. And that's about yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> that's about how it normally goes. Yeah. But you two, did you take the whole wedding party here to the beach? Beer festival? They're all yes. here. They're all here. <laughs> wow. And now, wedding party, just, you know, maybe by show of hands, who is really creeped out by the fact that they decided to have their reception at the beer fest? Nobody. Not no. one hand. <laughs> Sorry, there was one. Oh, grandma, grandma is a little bit. Yeah. Grandma's <laughs> hand went up, I have to be honest. But where else can you get kettle corn? <laughs> really? Grandma has a nice bag, grandma of, has kettle a bag of kettle corn. <laughs> so yeah. then everyone and else water. was, was kind of stoked that you wouldn't have to go do the chicken dance at some uh, VFW in downtown Monterey. Instead, yeah. you're here at the beer festival. That's right. Well, congratulations. Congratulations, you two. And Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I think like this is the best setup for a long and happy life is to uh, to go to the beer fest. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Do you come to this fest every year? This, this is, is our, our first time. It is. You still, yeah. you just, oh, I can't miss it. It's yeah. not. No, absolutely. No. Yeah. Do you, do you go? Do you go to other beer fests often? Well, this is our first time at this beer fest. Okay, but you've yeah. been to a few. And right. Yeah. Your craft beer fans. Oh absolutely. yes. Oh yes. Any Definitely. favorites here today that you've tried so far? Uh, pretty much all of them. I, yeah. Okay. I haven't had one that I didn't like yet. Really? So. Yeah. All right. So. So just anything craft beer is fine. Anything. Yeah. Dark. Okay. Dark. Nice. Yes. And will there be a wedding cake roaming around this yes, festival there later? Is. There, there is. There is, really? Yes. <laughs> That's great. It's already hidden away, actually. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good idea. And then uh, off to a honeymoon, I hope? Uh, Maybe well, that's soon. the trick is that we live here, so where do you go when you live here? Yeah, yeah. that's an excellent point. Yeah. <laughs> the desert. You, guys, you live right in Monterey. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. go somewhere miserable. Is what yeah. You do. Right. yeah. <laughs> or a change of pace. Yeah, you go to the high desert and uh, wish you had good water drinking. Right. <laughs> Maybe down to Big Sur. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, really. and, uh, thanks for having us. <laughs> I've never heard of a, of a better uh, wedding reception. I'm proud of you, too. We would like to thank everybody for showing up to our yes. reception. We and didn't expect this kind of turnout, but uh, cool. it's fabulous. Everybody here is for you guys. Yes. yes. The whole fest. Yes, thank you. Yes. Yes. Okay. And the beer is on us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much. That's Mitch and Melissa. I appreciate you guys coming on the program. Go enjoy yourselves. Don't All let right. us thanks keep you and, uh, thank and thanks, waste your time. Go and start your happy life at the beer fest. <laughs> thank you very much. I kind of want to interview Grandma, though, and see how... A little bit. Grandma, come over here. See how much she really doesn't enjoy the, yeah. this part of your wedding ceremony. All right, Grandma, yeah, Grandma's, gonna grandma's, grandma's going to give us a word there or two. We'll, we'll be nice, I promise. Hi, guys. Hi, how, how are, you, are you? I'm fine. Grandma, what's your name? I'm Marie Farland. Marie Farland. Right. All right. From and Lake Havasu City. You're oh. kidding me. Uh-oh. No. I'm from Lake Havasu City. Oh, crazy. I'm not joking with you. I've been there 40 years. Is that right? Yep. My folks just moved out uh, out to here, but I was in Lake Havasu, Havasu City for a long time. Good. That's great. And we've got, a lot of, we've got a lot of listeners there. You want to say hello to anybody at home? Oh, hello to everybody at home. And we're from Lake Havasu. Been there 40 years. Wow. And uh, not yet to leave. 
And I'm not going to pass away yet because i got about 20 more years ago. Hey, good. Girl. <laughs> See, and the, the kids call that a shout-out. Is this your first shout-out to anybody? That's what you just um, did. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> well, shout-out to all the ones in Havasu that are missing this great reception yeah. that weren't able to come. Uh, there's only a group of us, three of us from Havasu here, and some from uh, Texas and other places that are all involved with this reception. Oh, okay. nice. Well, and you also, the nice part about you and, and those folks being here is that it's probably about 117 degrees in Lake Havasu right now, <laughs> but it's nice and cool. Hell, here. we had a 78 this morning. Is oh, that right? Yeah, we had a cold, wet <laughs> day, and here we are over here in Monterey. So, now tell me. What was your reaction when when the happy couple told you, you know, the wedding reception's going to be at a, at a beer festival? Oh, the number one thing was, take your choice. We're all going to the beer fest. Yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. you, there was no point in reacting. You, you no only had point, one. No right. point. It was either that or down at the beach and go swimming, and who the hell wants to go swimming? <laughs> I agree. Only the fish. Stupid I like fish. I like grandma. Grandma's very <laughs> nice. Grandma rules. Yeah. And, and so you've been here for a little while now. What do you think about the idea now? Has it been okay? Has it been a nice it's reception? It's been fine. I can walk around and look at everybody. It's a lot of fun watching all the people. Okay. I feel the same it's way. Good for you. Probably for different <laughs> reasons, but... Uh, that's all right. <laughs> I, hey, I like the good looks, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like Chad over here. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, okay. what about... Uh, doesn't the wedding party usually get a dance, an official dance? Is that going to happen with one of the bands today? Probably after the cake. No. After the cake. After the cake. Good. Uh, I've I got can... myself, my daughter. And yeah. the, the mother of the bride and okay. her sister and I've got the seven children, but only three of us made it. Wow, that's a lot. That's a big family. Yeah, I can tell that Grandma's yeah. kind of in charge of this whole thing, except for the beer fest part. Other than that, she's she's telling you guys what's happening. All right, I'll let you enjoy your day. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. What fun! Say hello to Lake Havasu for me, if you would. I will do. Absolutely. All right. Wow, that's a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know. They're kind of setting the bar for me. If uh, there's ever a wedding in my future, there's not. But if if there's ever a wedding in my future, the only wedding you're going to is one that you'll DJ at. <laughs> I think is really. I was. I'll admit, I was a wedding DJ for a spell, and I was real bad at it. For and uh, my first, my first uh, wedding reception that I DJed, I got the bride's name wrong. You know, you have to introduce the whole wedding party, and yeah. you go, and here's the, the the bridesmaid Marie, and here's the the best man, you know, Jerry. And then you do you do the big kind of build up. And now the moment you've all been waiting for, the couple with the oh, most the century. It's their day. It's George and Sarah. <laughs> and there was crickets. Yeah. And everyone's staring at me and I look at my notes and I go, Oh, uh, sorry, uh, George and Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> it's Jenny. And I felt like such a dick. Oh, man. Was I that just, the last gig you got or what? I, I never did another wedding. I just crawled away with my tail between my legs. It was awful. Good job. So now I do radio, and I'm obviously much better at that, as you can tell. Well, now you read your that notes. that stunning interview with Grandma. Yeah. You know. It was great. She had fun. Yeah. I had fun. Uh, maybe we'll get a drink later. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Okay. Well, you know, look at look at the, the beauty that is Monterey. You might be able to be a part of the uh, wedding party dance later on, JP. I hope so. If you can... Uh, do the chicken dance. There's got to be someone in the party who didn't have a date. 
Which, you know, which is true, because uh, that's the most embarrassing and awful part of a wedding is, is, oh, everyone come to the chicken dance, and you kind of feel obligated because it's, you know, it. someone that you know special day. You don't want to be that, you know, wet blanket, but yeah. uh, here at a beer fest, you have a reason. You know, what I'm, I would uh, give to beer. see you do in the chicken dance, JP, I'll tell you what. It's on video somewhere. I might I'm have to try to download it so we can, but what is a wedding without the chicken dance? It's awful, to, right? I play it over our PA for them. All right. Also with us today, uh, and becoming good friends of mine, I always enjoy seeing you guys, Chris and Meredith from TheBeerGeek.com, and, and, and you guys are the official hosts of uh, this year's beer festival. That's right. And thanks for getting our name right, since apparently you have, have difficulty with getting the name. I'm so apparently bad at names. You're awful. I don't know if you noticed, but I call everybody, like, brother, and hey, brother, and, I see, and it's because I don't dude. know names. Yeah, yeah it's dude. A good trick. Hey, dude. Right? Because it's still endearing. Like you're, It's like you're friends. But I don't remember their names. Oh, he, he values me as a friend. He <laughs> yeah. called me brother. We're like brothers. No, just a, a fill-in name for you. That's right. So we saw Chris and Meredith during San Francisco Beer Week, and that's when you guys invited us to come out and do this beer festival, which, uh, like I said, great opportunity to come to Monterey. And if there's craft beer involved, I love that too. And uh, you guys are the hosts uh, of this. Now, tell the folks what that means, because there's an organizer of the beer festival, and then there's an official host every year. And that's you two this year. What What does it mean exactly to be the host? I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, oh, we're just the pretty faces. You, you are? Because yeah. they, they look for beautiful people. I, I see. Oh. That was like, let's do Chris and Meredith. Cause, you it makes know. sense. Yeah. Except yeah. for the Chris part. That yeah, makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I get that. Half of that's right. <laughs> no, actually, I, I well, w- the way we have taken our role is to help introduce people who maybe have not uh, had a lot of craft beer, help them to try something new, be a little bit adventurous, and... Uh, you know, just have a good time. Okay. So. We also got to shoot the commercials, the radio commercial, <laughs> TV commercial. I saw that. Uh, Meredith and I are Facebook friends. Ooh, Facebook. And uh, I saw you post a few things like that you were doing to some television, some radio ads. Mm-hmm. I was a bit insulted that you didn't ask my, uh, my you know, advice on how you should conduct yourself on the radio. Hey, I did pretty good on the radio. It you was did? The, it was the TV commercial. So I think I have a face for radio. All right. Good. Well, you're welcome with us all the time because... Uh, yeah, you're in the right company then. Now, were you involved in inviting some of the breweries uh, as well? Because I, I've heard that there's there's more breweries this year than there have been in the past. Well, we um, we tried to uh, basically you know like sell invite our friends you know to come down. Um, it's a festival that uh, hasn't had a lot of brewers come down in the last couple of years, and so we thought you know it'd be just nice to. Just, yeah, to plug Sully again. Um, it's always nice to plug Sully. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is, I, I know where the where the money comes from. And everything. So. <laughs> That's right. So and do we, which is weird. But Chris and Meredith uh, working on the Beer Geek all the time. They still have day jobs, and so you guys will learn quickly that uh, you got to stroke people like Sully as much as possible. Yeah. Keep on and, his good uh, side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're working he, on it. Just starts handing out the dough. <laughs> A lot of beer lubricant and nice compliments. Yeah. Like for example. Sully is the most handsome man in the crowd right now. I don't know yeah. if you got that. The 21st Amendment crew and his lovely young girlfriend. No, uh, not anymore, apparently. At least a quarter of his age. Yeah. Uh, just just wonderful. Just Wall wonderful, Sully. Out. And see what happens? See, guys? There we go. It's that easy. We have peanut money for, for dinner tonight. It's that easy. Next beer's on me, JP. How about that? Put yeah, that my G-string is lower, but I'll, I'll hold on to it for you. Now, you also invited us out to the uh, kind of the brewer's reception last night, which is at the Olfactory Cafe here right. in downtown Monterey. Nope. Um, San City. Oh, it's in San City. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. Which is also uh, where our Econo Lodge Hotel is, JP. Right oh, yeah. yeah. I wish it was the Thunderbird Motel, but, uh, you know. We tried. Alas. 
it was full. All I have to say is that I stripped off the comforter from my bed as soon as I walked into that hotel that we're staying at. Yeah. And uh, let's look. Uh, was that before or after you went to the new art? <laughs> it was after <laughs> the new art. Oh, I'm going there tonight. Is this right around oh. the corner? How, are there some Monterey locals here at Seaside locals? You guys know about this new art? Uh, uh, All the time. How yeah. great is it that the local peep show place is called the new art? So- in you, by the way. Hyphen art. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's in you. It's in which is weird because it might be. You never know. Well, that's where JP and I are going tonight. <laughs> but we were at the Old Factory Cafe last night uh, where they had a great beer selection. Is that kind of the local uh, beer watering hole for you guys? Oh, absolutely. It has the best beer selection on the peninsula. And uh, when it came, um, when he opened up just a couple years ago, it was like heaven. We were so stoked. And uh, it's about a half an hour from our house, but it is worth the drive yeah. <laughs> because it's the only place to go. He does a good job. Good selection. Yeah. There was a couple bands there last night, mm-hmm. so some music, and, and that was a good time. A good kickoff party to today. Yeah. Um, the Old Factory has really become a center point for the beer community here, which is great. Um, I think that it's really brought a lot of people... I, well. I never knew that there were so many craft beer drinkers around here. We kind of thought, not that we were the only ones, but we were all kind of separate. And with OFC, um, everybody has come together, and now we're starting to become a much bigger, cohesive community, and that is really cool. That is cool. And you always like to, it's happening everywhere. There's still a lot of dry spots. It always surprises me when I go to somewhere in the country, and it's still kind of a craft beer Drive, uh, dry spot, but I think, like you said, it's it's not that there are no craft beer drinkers there; it's that they just haven't been brought together in t- to one spot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was a good place to see. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was telling you, as I was telling you last night. I mean, we tapped uh, Razor Five for the first time here in Monterey County last month. That's at, amazing. At Old Factory <laughs> Cafe. Isn't that so, amazing? Yeah, so, I mean, we're spoiled. Just, I think, of especially yeah. in California, anywhere yeah, in California. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. But it's like you know, you there, there's like at Gilroy, there's some sort of like force field or something. That, yeah. That, prevents good beer good beer from getting yeah. to Monterey and then it, it, it opens up again down in San Luis Obispo it yeah. has to jump yeah yeah it's so yeah so we, we tapped uh, Grazer Five for the first time in this county last wow. month oh this county's gonna go nuts for that beer yeah and so I mean this well, is yeah, I mean this was important like having Sean come down you know I, I, I try to kiss his ass as much as possible good. but you know to have people come down here and go to Old Factory and they go there oh my god you know I never could you don't always end up at one of the British beer bars downtown you yeah. know and I never knew this place existed yeah and it's just an amazing Amazing place for, especially for this area. That's great. And they did have a good beer list. Uh, JP and I tried to uh, try everything on the list last night. We and we tried all the beers. Too. We made a dent. <laughs> we did. We yeah. did a uh, sour beer dent. We did. Uh, okay. We had a couple good goose beers that they had there. Um, had the Jardin. Yeah. yeah, I had the Jardin. I had the Saint Louis. Yeah, the, yeah. I saw you get the Cantillon. I got. The, I, I had to get. I got their last bottle of uh, Cantillon Creek. Creek. And uh, that was very nice. And it, the the bartenders were great because you could tell even with the, with the Cantillon things that weren't on their menu, they're not used to, to people ordering it. So they kind of stood up straight. Uh, like they had to talk to me properly about beer and serve it in the right glasses. What do you want? That. I'll have a, 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 a St. Louis. Oh. <coughs> well, excuse me, sir. Would you like to go in our private suite to drink it? Yeah. But it was a good kickoff. Now, have you guys come to this beer fest uh, in, in previous years, obviously not being the host? Um, yeah, and I think uh, especially since we started thebeergeek.com and have really launched that, yeah. we actually haven't been home um, in the last couple of years. So this is our first time in about three years of, of coming. So it's nice to be on the home front okay. and uh, promoting beer right here at home. That's great. It's grown yeah. quite a bit. Uh, I was talking to you last night, and it used to be just down on the, near the waterfront in yeah. a much smaller mm-hmm. location, right, when you could fit people there. and. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, do you have any idea how many people are expected to be here today? 4,000, I think. 4,000 people. Wow. It's a lot more than 3,000, JP. It's a lot more than 800. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot more. All right. Well, I want to thank you, too, for inviting us out here. And uh, any notable beers that, uh, that you guys have had or you've been working the whole time? I've been busy. You have? <laughs> Chris has a look at his face like, I'm not going to say it, but yeah. I was hovering at that table over there. Uh, Uncommon Brewers, Baltic Porter. I agree. Yeah, JP has some. Fantastic. If you haven't had Uncommon really Brewers, th- they do amazing stuff. Where are they from? Uh, Santa Cruz. They're from they're, here? Okay. Yeah, We're going to get them on next. Okay, they're, good. Yeah, uh, you're going to have Alec on. Great. Um, and they're an un- uh, organic brewer up in Santa Cruz. Okay. And then the, the uh, El Toro uh, Alpha King is really good, too. Yeah, we're hoping to get Gino come sit down with us, too. Uh, El Toro, I, I love their beer. Yeah. And, I, and it, you can find it kind of smattered all over the Bay Area, but not it's not everywhere. So I'm always excited when I see El Toro beer. That'll be good. Hopefully we'll talk to Gino about what he brought today, too. All right, you two. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us here and uh, for being on the show, too. Yeah, well, thanks well, for coming. We well, really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, I, I try to tell people it's important for like people like you to come down here and promote the Monterey beer scene. Love I mean, to do we, it. We do have a Monterey beer scene here, and, and we just need to make it bigger and better. Yeah. I so, agree with you, because it's a destination already. You add beer yeah. to that and forget about it. Yeah, it's, it'll, uh, be, it'll be a great time here. Maybe JP will even stop going to Disneyland for his vacations. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's a... Uh, maybe. But I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, but I doubt it. All right. Check out thebeergeek.com. Lots of great beer information. Uh, I hear there's a book coming along soon. That's I hope right. to see that soon about your travels. Yep. You guys travel quite a bit. We did the year in beer last year, so it was a major beer event or destination each month. And, yeah. And uh, we had a lot of great experiences, met a lot of neat people, and uh, that's what I'm writing and about. And you're writing about that. Yep. Is that because you're the you're, you're writing it because you're the writer or because Chris is lazy? Uh, a little bit of both. I see. <laughs> Actually, it was my brilliant idea because I thought there, there are no beer books written by women. You know, about, I mean, there's a lot of beer travelogues and they're all written by men and, yeah. and their wives are always out shopping. And so I Good thought it was, it was kind of an interesting take on something, a women's perspective That's about beer. That's not a trip. cookbook, right? Yeah. 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 Um, now, do we get one chapter or do we get two chapters? <laughs> I just want to make sure to set my, all my friends up with you. Yeah. It's still in process, so uh, yeah, we'll see we'll how you, we'll we'll negotiate. See how, Yeah, we'll see, see how, how you fit. do. You guys yeah. are ruthless. All right. We'll do it. Right. I like it. All right. Like I said, thebeergeek.com. You can check it out. Lots of uh, great beer information there and, and different travels. I was talking to Chris last night and I said, you know, are you guys... You know, doing a lot more traveling this year, and he sa- he starts to tell me, "Well, no, you know, Meredith doesn't have much vacation, so it's a it's a bit of a it's not much of a travel year." Then he starts telling me all the places they're going. So we're only going to Germany for a week, and then we're going to Dublin, and then we're going here, and then, oh, and it turns out to be another awful. two months of vacation. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I don't know what he's talking about. This uh, Meredith doesn't get much time off anymore. <laughs> Literally, you're still traveling for at least another month this year, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> That's great. If most Americans said, "I only have a month vacation." this year they'd be pretty happy yeah i really should i really should be in uh, europe where they get you know automatically like the eight weeks yeah the eight weeks is exactly and then after a year it's 16 (laughs) weeks it's some ridiculous every holiday off like you know dublin day you get everything off it doesn't matter you just get paid not to work every other monday is a bank holiday (laughs) that's right gotta love it all right, thanks, you two. Yeah, thanks, I appreciate Josh, it. Thanks. Chris and Meredith from TheBeerGeek.com. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll start talking to some of the brewers that are hanging out here at the Monterey Beer Festival. And uh, Chris brought us a beer, too. Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, quadruple X IPA from Shipyard. Yeah. It's a nice beer. It's tasty. Yeah, it's, it's going to tune us up right for this show. So hang in there. This is the session live from the Monterey Beer Fest. We'll be right back.
listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. And Seven Bridges has the best selection in the world. Everything is a click away at breworganic.com. Join the mailing list for special deals and regular updates about new products and specials. They have been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for almost 12 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. Seven Bridges will be at the National Homebrewers Conference in Oakland. Stop by the booth to meet them and talk about organic and environmentally friendly brewing. Organic homebrew samples will be served. Find out about the newly formed all-organic homebrew club, Team Organica. Seven Bridges is the host and promoter of the National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Take the challenge this fall for a chance to win great prizes, including a hands-on brewing experience at an organic brewery. Seven Bridges. Visit today at breworganic.com. White Labs, your source for maltose mowing monsters, announces the White Labs Platinum lineup for 2009. Looking for out-of-the-ordinary yeast to make the best beer possible? The Platinum strains from White Labs are only available for a limited time and make your homebrew stand out. Through February, find Australian Ale, Essex Ale, and Dusseldorf Alt Yeast. March and April, it's Nottingham Ale, Abbey 4, and Mexican Lager Yeast. And May through June, don't miss Premium Bitter Ale, Belgian Wit 2, and Belgian Bastogne Ale Yeast. Keep up with all the great yeasts in the White Labs Platinum Program at whitelabs.com, where you can also join the White Labs Customer Club. Brew with the freshest and most unique yeast with the White Labs 2009 Platinum Strains. White Labs. It's all in the vial. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. to the program, everybody. We are live yeah. from the Monterey Beer Festival in Monterey, California. A lot of things happening. A uh, lot of breweries. Uh, 50, I think, uh, different beers. Something like uh, that. Different breweries. A lot of different beers being poured here. Uh, a lot of Monterey locals coming up to the table. Want us to give a shout-out to the locals here in Monterey. Thanks for having us. Woo-hoo. We're from uh, the East Bay, so it's good to be up here in another part of California. Weather's really nice today, which is good. We thought we might get a little rain, but it looks beautiful. Uh, it's sunny. There's enough breeze going that I can't smell JP next to me here. Well, I did shower. That's good. I did shower. You can't smell the onion, but I uh, showered. Good. Showered pretty good. Glad to see that. Yeah. And uh, glad to see everybody out here enjoying themselves some beer. Bevo, as, uh, she left the show for a few minutes during the last segment, went and, and, and had a few more samples, I'm sure. I yeah. did. And uh, the smile on her face is even bigger now than it was earlier. It is permagrin. <laughs> she now has... <laughs> She has, now has what we call Monterey Beer Fest permagrin, yeah. and uh, that won't go away until she passes out later this evening. Or she remembers she's married to Sam. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Can you uh, can you taste? Him. Can you taste any of the beer now? After? I can. I'm drinking a saison from somebody. I don't remember. Who. A saison from somebody. Yeah, but it's kind of delicious. Brewery. 
Okay. It's delicious. Stays on. All right. <laughs> Very nice. Now, sitting with us right now, one of the brewers uh, who's here at the festival pouring their beer. It's Uncommon Brewers is the brewery. And I've never uh, heard of you guys before, so I love that about coming to festivals like this. We get to discover new breweries. It's a good reason to go to beer festivals all over the place. Uh, one of the brewers from there, Alec, is joining us right now. Alec, uh, thanks for being on the program. Hey, thanks uh, Thanks for letting me on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's real fun coming out to the festival, seeing... All kinds of, uh, of, of things you may, you may not have come across before, especially, I mean, we, we are very, very small, very local right now. We're based up in Santa Cruz. Okay. Uh, running on a tiny little system and uh, just self-distributing, too. So uh, facing all of the challenges that a small brewery could possibly face, uh, but uh, but having a lot of fun. And it's, uh, it's great. You hear the, the cheering back in the background there. Uh, people are, are, are having fun here at the festival today. It happens pretty quick. Uh, people are, are, are dropping... Uh, 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 beer glasses, and then you get everyone you screaming about it, and you you know you wasted your beer. It's, uh, it always happens. At the it's beer tradition. Fest. Yeah, it's absolutely. Now you guys are an all organic brewery. Did I do I have that right? That's right. We are uh, CCOF organic. We are as organic as as it is possible to be. Um, everything down to the hops is organic. Now hops are harder to get organic than any other ingredient, though, right? They are. They are. It's it's uh, one of the challenges with uh, with true organic brewing. Uh, a lot of organic breweries that you may see that USDA organic on the label are not actually brewing with organic hops. Uh, there's an exemption what? in there. Yeah, because you can't source uh, entire. If you, th- what is the exemption? It's that if, if you can't. If there's if there's a product you cannot source, so you can say a, a specific hop varietal you cannot source. You can buy that non-organic and you can use that in your beer and still call it organic. You cannot call it CCOF organic. Okay. Huh. Got it. Now. You are able to source a certain uh, amount of hops organically, though. Right, right. Yeah. We actually, we, we have no problem. It's one of the things we're doing. We're doing Belgian styles, and we're doing ancient styles. We're not, we're not, we, we don't have an IPA. Okay. I mean, there there were a thousand and one IPAs in the market when we launched. Sure. Uh, so trying to compete with a thousand and one breweries with a thousand and one IPAs just really smart. didn't make much sense. Uh, so we, uh, we actually launched with three. We got a, a Belgian Golden, called a Golden State Ale, brewed with toasted poppy seeds. We got a uh, uh, Siamese Twin Ale, Belgian Double Brew, Lemongrass, Kaffir Lime, Indian Coriander. Uh, are these being poured here as well? They are poured here today. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then we got a Baltic Porter uh, Brew with Star Anise and Black Licorice. Really? Yeah, big, big, darkest beer at the festival, I guarantee that's you. That's what Chad and I had. That's how we heard about this guy. And that's the one that you liked? It was great. See, that's a tough... It was uh, really, really good. That's a tough ingredient to use, the star yeah. anise. Uh, it not is. Because of how overpowering it can be. It is, it's, star anise is, is incredibly potent. I think if uh, your listeners out there are, are thinking about licorice flavor, they're probably thinking about star anise. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the high note in a lot of, uh, a lot of products that feature or say they, they, they feature licorice. Uh, it's it's very important flavor component. And so it's, it's not powerful to, stuff. Not to mention, it's a hard beer style to brew. I think in general, anyways, it ah. is. And then you're using specialty ingredients. Uh, I mean, uh, licorice licorice is a, is is a bitch to work with. How many FCC rules am I on right now? Uh, you're okay. Don't worry Zero. about it. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got to worry about kids running around, I guess. But uh, you can say bitch all you want. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that. The, his beer? Yeah. It sounds nice, right? Real good. Can yeah, the porters. <laughs> the porters oh, fun. We um. The the thing we're facing with the porter right now is is that I I sort of tossed a finger up to uh, BJCP guidelines uh, because the current guidelines call for a Baltic porter to be cold cold fermented or or uh, used with a, a lager yeast and I'm running hot with an ale hmm. um, okay and I'm running real hot how in, hot uh, in I I won't say right now really I don't want to scare people over seventy oh yeah. 
No. no. Like really? Saison territory? Like 90? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, wow. On purpose? Well, we're, we're, we're crazy. <laughs> I guess so. No, it's, um, well, the thing is, is the Baltic Porter, the style originates, the, the style is really old. Yeah. Uh, when the Baltic Porters originated in England, there was no lagering in England. Okay. So anyone who tries to tell me that BJCP is, is that that style guideline is true, that it should be a cold fermented beer, yeah. is absolutely wrong, okay. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, that's, uh, I like the logic there. So what do, you th- what do you feel that you're getting out of the, the higher temperatures? Obviously, some more um, esters from the yeast. Some of the esters, I, I actually I, I enjoy getting some of those fusel alcohols, uh, some of, some of those, those crazy higher alcohols, because the licorice itself... Uh, the licorice has some really intense flavor components, and working with the licorice, licorice is is, is not friendly. Yeah. Um, it uh, a lot of the the main flavor component of licorice is is both fermentable and a yeast inhibitor. Really. Uh, and uh, it also <laughs> it triggers F- uh, FDA uh, regulations. Uh, Why is that? Uh, licorice is medically interactive. Okay. What? Um, yeah. So they so they just limit your amount. You're, they limit your amount. So it's a tenth of a percent by volume in alcoholic beverages. We, which is we, a lot anyway for a beer, isn't it? Uh, well, a tenth of a percent, a tenth of a percent in anything is is a pretty significant yeah. compound. Yeah. Um, so we we actually the the porter was held back for for about five. Months because we had to go through full chemical testing okay. uh, for huh. the feds to prove to them that we weren't going to kill anyone with our beer. Uh, the scary thing is that it's a tenth of a percent by volume for alcoholic beverages. Hard candy up to thirty percent by volume. Is that right? So if you're on heart medication, stay away from hard licorice candy. If your doctor Uh-oh. didn't tell you that, yeah, stay away from the hard licorice candy because it, it's a uh, it's powerful stuff. Now, JP, now I'm not so sure. Now he's got to. Now JP has to avoid hard. Licorice candy. Yeah, I'm kind of crazy. I have a little anxiety, especially so about his heart. Yeah, you just so, ruined it for the so day. So you just totally fucked, <laughs> <laughs> messed day. me up. Yeah. Now, Thanks. hey, everything in moderation, including moderation. So tell me, oh. w- what's the trick to, to some using something as powerful as star anise in a, in, in a beer? A lot of our listeners are home brewers, okay? Yeah. So uh, what's the trick? W- what do we need to look out for in terms of using too much? Uh, it's using too much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, where do we start? It's you know it it that that recipe for me took about four years of work okay. to uh, to get right. I mean I, I spent four years uh, on the actually we've we've got about about eight recipes ready and only three in the market right now. Uh, the porter itself, the liquor, the the star anise wasn't so bad. Um, it was just finding the the right proportion there. Uh, it was actually the licorice itself that was more challenging because of fermentation issues. Okay, interesting. Hmm. See, I want to see this. I, I want the recipe. I want to see this beer being brewed. Exactly. Yeah. We're right. going to have to get you in the studio one day to come talk about we, this beer. We, with we us, can probably work that out. Then we can really out. get in depth about uh, what you guys are doing over there. And yeah. I got to try this beer. I guess so far it's the talk of the fest for us. So yeah. um, Bevo wants it. I think Kate might be actually on going a, to get it. Get I, I, did see, I did see a glass run out of here very quickly. <laughs> okay, good. All <laughs> I have to say is I want that, and apparently yeah. I get that. Look at that. <laughs> what Bevo wants, Bevo gets. Yeah, apparently. It's too bad she wanted Sam. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, people can go to uncommonbrewers.com. Is that right? For Absolutely. more information? Uncommonbrewers.com. Our website's up there, and our uh, availability is uh, relatively limited. Like I said, we're self-distributing. But if you got tips, yeah. uh, we are we are happy to uh, get information about locations that might be interested in our beer, interested in craft beer in general. Is it only in Santa Cruz right now, or are you up in uh, Monterey as well? No, well, we are uh, we are as far north as uh, Petaluma and All Sonoma right. right now, and as far south 
south is Big Sur, and we have distribution. Artisan Ales is carrying us in Southern California in okay. uh, three counties down there. All right. Is it all like 22-ounce bottles you guys are doing? Uh, are you doing no, 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 no. 16-ounce cans. 16? Really? Full pint. Pint is a pound the world around. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. 16-ounce cans. That's great. Wow. It makes me just want to put a paper bag around it. And, oh, uh... oh, screw <laughs> bottles. bottles. Bottles are miserable. They're yeah. heavy. You get light strike. You get oxidation. I agree with they you. They break all over the place. No, cans. Wave of the future. I, our good friend Sean O'Sullivan of 21st Amendment. Absolutely. Is, uh, all his beer in cans now, and I uh, like to see it. All right. What I really like, though, is the 16-ounce 16 16 can. 16-ouncer, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, you kind of one-upped them. That's very nice. Yeah, he hey. said cans. <laughs> All right, Alec, I appreciate you coming on the show with us. Thanks a lot. Hey, cheers, guys. All right, go check out Uncommon Brewers. He's pouring here if you're at the festival and you can uh, enjoy his beers right now or if you're going to be in the Santa Cruz area. Just go to uncommonbrewers.com. You'll get the uh, address and all the information you need about that beer. Hoping to get to try it uh, here pretty soon. All right. It's getting pretty busy around here. I think that line that's outside must uh, have now filled up inside the festival. A lot yeah. of people out here today. If you didn't get tickets, uh, get them next year. It sells out quick, I guess, and uh, it's a good fest to be at. Yeah, and get them before you plan your wedding. <laughs> yeah, so you can do that here. Yeah. I'm enjoying myself. It's a good festival. I hope we get to come back. We're going to take a quick break. We're the Brewing Network. We do this kind of thing all the time, so uh, you can check us out at thebrewingnetwork.com. This show will be available tomorrow on the website, so hang in there, everybody. We'll be right back. It's the session live from the Monterey Brewers Festival. Listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. BN Army members, are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at NicoBrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Holly Tower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate shipping and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a Brewing Network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the the next meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. 
That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Look at you, brewing on this fine summer day. Sun's out, the kids are having fun, and I just got my shipment for more beer. But aren't you going to run into temp control issues with your ferment? Those yeast are going to fry. Ah, normally I would, but this is temperature control month at More Beer, and they're having a huge sale on all sorts of products to help me keep my beer cool while the yeast do their thing. Really? Yeah, like these things here. With this stopper thermal well, this firm wrap carboy heater, and this temp controller for that old fridge over there, I can keep my beer at exactly the temp I want when I want. No more high ferments, no more unhappy yeast. Man, I gotta check this stuff out. You better hurry. The sale is only for this month. Well, alrighty. Point me to your computer. And kegerator. I'm thirsty. Right over there. Wait. May is temperature control month at More Beer. Come join them for huge savings on things that you need to make beer this summer. Visit morebeer.com and click on the picture of Regan keeping cool in the swimming pool. Temperature control month only at Beer Beer and More Beer. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. the session we are live from the monterey brewers festival and uh, it's really a great time out here it's a beautiful day big turnout as i've told you throughout the program uh, if you ever come to the monterey area this is a good place to be it's great and i just like to say that uh you know sully's craft beer in her cans are not the only beautiful cans i've seen here today is that right <laughs> yeah. oh what, what was there some I dale's did. pale ale around <laughs> yeah, is that what you is, mean but there are some beautiful women with yeah. some beautiful rear ends i just want to say that Hey, there's one right now. I think she's English. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't you get can it. tell by her rear end. It's got an accent. <laughs> Very strange. I'm going to Twitter that right now. So, Sully, we just talked to Uncommon Brewers from uh, Santa Cruz. Yeah. And uh, their cans are 16 ounces. What are you getting at? I don't know. I'm just wondering what you think about that. It's because I'm Irish and I got that problem. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? You, you don't feel that you have to compensate for anything? Well, maybe I'll have to do that later. <laughs> maybe ours will be 22 ounces. Or, when we put or 17 ounces. Stephanie, make it stop. (laughs) I do like that, though. I want to try their beer in a can. So we did get to try uh, his his Baltic Porter that we talked about with Alec from Uncommon Brewers. And uh, have you had it yet, Sully? Uh, I've not had it yet. Is this it right here? This is it. Give it a try. It's got some star anise in there. and uh, oh, That's my tobacco. Oh. Oh, sorry. That was... Oh, oh wow. It tastes great. <laughs> it's really good. Actually, this is very nice. It's a nice yeah. beer. It's yeah. really... It's big. It's a it's big It's huge. Beer. It's chewy. It's got a lot of flavor to it. Yeah. Chocolate, roasted. It's a, really n- nice. It's a nice Malt. beer, though. Low carbonation. Yeah, I think I think uh, maybe they're just running a little low. I'm, I'm sure it's not like that, but it's... Think uh, so? According to maybe. the style guidelines, yeah. spin spec. What did the BJCB say about this? Let's <laughs> call Jamil and find Ask out. Jamil. <laughs> He's our lifeline. Who? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's great. All right. I like it. It's good. So what we try to do when we come to these festivals is bring you uh, a lot of the local scene and talk about what people are doing locally. And if we can get in touch with homebrewers, that's even better for us. And what we've got right now is uh, the Zymer Geeks have a booth here at the Monterey Beer Festival, and they're a brew club in the area. And uh, they're actually brewing an all-grain batch of beer here so that the folks at the fest can see what it's like uh, for these brewers to make beer. 
welcome to the program, guys. I've got uh, Dave and Mark from the Zymer Geeks with us. How are you doing, fellas? Good. Thanks for inviting us over. How's the brew going? Are we interrupting you right in the middle of it? Yeah, you really are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you got a boil over I'm going pretty on pretty anal about oh. my beer. So, so uh, where do we get you? What part in the, in the process are you at? Actually, we just uh, added our first edition of hops. So we've got uh, about 30 minutes to spend with you if you need us that long. 29 okay. and a half. It's 29 and a half now. <laughs> now that he just gave that long answer, is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Dave? Uh, all right. So what kind of beer are you brewing over there so people can see? We're making a uh, IPA with... Uh, about five pounds of rye in it. Wow. Nice rye IPA. I like to see that. It's going to come in at about 72, I would say. Ten why, gallons. Why the rye? What does that do? Uh, for me, it adds a bit of spiciness and complexity that I like in, in my IPAs. Okay. It's actually kind of based on the hop rod rye that... Uh, Bear Republic does. Who? Good choice. No. <laughs> Sully. Yeah. Sully's like best friends with Rich. Who? Yeah, great beer. Very good beer. And what was the what was the type of hop that you just added your first edition there? Actually, we're going with some English hops. I'm doing a Northern Brewer for bittering, and then we're going to do some Goldings and uh, some Willamettes at the end. Oh, nice. And it's a 10-gallon batch, as JP was asking? Yeah. Yep. So give me the total uh, amount of hops going into this IPA of yours. Oh, God. Is it West Coast style? Well, look at my notes. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty hoppy. It's just make it up. That's what I do. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about Sully. Damn, People come up to me that. all the time. They're like, uh, "What's the uh, what's the alcohol? Five point two. But it says it's an imperial uh, stout. But, but yeah, you yeah, always get got, an answer. I love yeah. it. It's got about nine ounces of hops. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Of course, it's only two percent alpha, but yeah. I see. <laughs> Have you had people coming up and asking you questions about what you're doing? Like, you think it's sort of weird alchemy going on over there? Yeah, no, actually, they're lining up to get their glasses filled, and then they get dif- disappointed because they realize we don't have any beer to give them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, of course, the other question is, is, are you guys making a still? Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, or, or is that going to be ready pretty soon? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll be pouring it tonight. Yeah, soon is relative. We'll just turn the switch on right here. Yeah, give us yeah. a second. That is the funny thing about festivals where you when you sort of pay that flat rate, and you get in, and you get an empty cup, and then you just go around, and <laughs> and so people will see an empty, and em- you know, there's long lines at all of these breweries, and then they'll come by your booth, and there's not a line there, so you you know, they're all excited. Oh, look at this, and uh, and then you go, we don't have any beer, just walk away angry. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. just trying to show you how beer's made, you know. Well, I like that you guys are doing that. Now, um, is it is it Dave or, or Mark who teaches? Well, we both we actually both teach uh, a brewing class at Cabrillo. It's a five week course. Where's Where's Cabrillo? That's community college out here. Yeah, it's community yeah. college in Soquel. Okay. And uh, and so we go through the basics, starting out with the basics, the first class, and we we teach a class four four to five hours every Sunday for five weeks. Okay. And we build on that extract batch all the way through an all grain at the end, and touch on pretty much every aspect of homebrewing. How popular is that it's, course yeah. at that it's college? Deep, and you get credit popular. for this? I bet. Yeah, yeah, they actually do get credit. What uh, What does the credit fall under? I wonder. Just I'm just, not sure, but I, they get some like two points for it. God, if I got credit for all the beer Social drinking science. I did in college, I'd have a PhD, JP. Yeah, well, you know, when, when they find out that they actually get to sample beers in class, it's even yeah. yeah there, oh, is it, is it like a little kid on Christmas Day? You're like, uh, and we're gonna taste this taste this beer. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. And and so, what's the final in this course like? They they've made a beer all semester, and the final is how the beer turns out. And you guys, you drink it. We actually, it. yeah, we we will have three batches of beer ready to sample. Um, what we do is a beer food pairing, and they bring in the potluck to go with the beers that they brewed. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. What that's a great class. Good, man. <laughs> that's a, and that's a good gig to have. I imagine you have a lot of fun teaching that class. It's hugely fun. 
So give me an idea. You know, they come in on day one, and these kids are all stoked. They're, it's a beer class. Uh, what, what do they get on day one? You know, what do you teach them first? Well, basically, on the first day, we uh, do a couple of extract batches of beer. We, we do one that's just a straight extract and then one that has steep grains in it. Okay. And so they get a chance to see the most basic setup for homebrewing there is. But you jump right into brewing. You don't make oh, them absolutely. sit around talking about beer for a little while. You get right into it. Now, do you... Uh you get people that come in that maybe don't know a lot about beer, maybe are macro swill drinkers, you know, that beer, and There's then uh, a few. and Good then question. you have and you kind of like completely turn them around and they're preaching the gospel of craft beer in Mark, a can. Mark actually teaches <laughs> a, a class on uh, beer appreciation, okay. and there's always a couple of guys in there that don't even know why they're there because all they like <laughs> is Bud and Bud yeah, Light, yeah. and they stick through the whole thing and learn a little bit about beer. Do you get the guys uh, on the opposite end that sort of, you know, maybe you've brewed the beer all semester, and now you give them their pale ale on, on final day, and they go, God, that's not beer? Do you get any of that? <laughs> yeah. A little bit of that, but most of the people are just interested in learning more about beer in general and, yeah. and how homebrew works. Yeah. God, the poor parents of these kids who are paying for them to go to college. <laughs> so what courses are you taking, sweetheart? I, I know that you're going to be a marketing major, right? Yeah, I'm taking this beer-making class. And, uh, maybe they get the mail with the uh, you know the grades the you know, the grade card at the end of the semester and open yeah. up what beer making one hundred and one oh that's what's going on up there and the dad cheers and the mother cries yeah yeah <laughs> how are your grades well I got I got an A in beer making everything else you know sees well we got we actually get a pretty mixed crowd it's it's uh, couples will come in okay and oh. uh, want to learn how to brew oh. together. Uh, it's a pretty mixed group, and what's cool about it is they not only do they just jump right in and learn how to brew extract batches right away, but then the yeah. following week we're making a uh, partial mash, okay. and then we have uh, a week after that we have a class that goes into more of the mechanics and the chemistry and so forth. Nobody shows up for that. The fourth, <laughs> yeah. fourth week we actually do an all-grain, a 10-gallon batch of all-grain, uh, and then finally we talk about, uh, on the fifth class we talk about uh, carbonation, kegerators, and and dispensing and that kind of thing. We serve the beers they made. And so you bring in a kegerators for them to see. And, yeah, and yeah. We serve. talk about how to how to build one on your own and yeah. Uh, you know, all the homebrew gadgetry comes into play. It's, right. It's kind of fun. So. And this is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to make fun of, of course, too. But I really think that's awesome. I mean, what a great course. Because uh, also, brewing's not easy. I was talking to a homebrewer who came up to the table earlier. And uh, he started with a Mr. Beer kit, which is a pretty easy yep. way to make some beer. Get started in homebrewing. And then you can you can start to get more equipment. And, and the one thing he said to me, he goes, you know, I'm just, you have to be patient. You know, you kind of brew it. Then you got to wait for it to ferment. And then you got to wait for it to carbonate. And then you might want to age it a little while before it's good. And if you get into it and you just want to brew it, like, like the people coming to your table saying, well, will that be ready soon? Or, you know, everyone else is running out of beer. You know, you shouldn't get into it for that reason. If you can kind of relax and enjoy the hobby like something else, it's a lot of fun. So I, I think the class might go a long way to do that because you're, you're being – it sounds like you're pretty technical about the process. It, it should be called Zen in the Art of Homebrewing. Yeah. That, maybe that's, that's a the textbook name. that you should write, guys. What textbooks do you use? Do you use things like How to Brew, uh, John Palmer's book? John Palmer's book is very good, and we also use uh, Papazian's uh, the, the Joy of Homebrewing. Yeah, okay. Good textbooks to have. Yeah. 
Even if you're not in the class, man. And it's great because, you know, I remember when I first started out, I went to a homebrew shop and I was kind of like reluctant and kind of didn't want to ask too many questions because the guys that run homebrew shops sometimes are intimidating. Um, (laughs) Or can be, JP. Like JP uh, here. I'm real intimidating. You can sit in a classroom like that and kind of absorb all that and make a go of it once, you know, get out there. Where can people find more information about uh, the classes you guys are doing? They can go to my website, which is www.thebackyardbrewer.com. You don't know your own website? Well, you know, it's a spinoff from my blog, which is backyardbrewer.blogspot.com. Okay. Um, So it's thebackyardbrewer.com. Right. Sully's our marketing guy. He'll he'll get this out in a way that's understandable. (laughs) Yeah. And that that will link you to the Cabrillo uh, sign-up sheet. Okay. And it also has information about the classes that I do at home, because I'll actually teach... Um, now that's just creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in, I was with you when it was at the campus, but coming home with now you, you're, uh, now you're on Craigslist and a personal ad coming over to now, treat, teach home brewing. Yeah. Teaching at home, right? Now, it, this is it's all legitimate. I mean, you show okay. you show up basically, and we're gonna do we're gonna do some we're gonna do some uh, basic batches, but you're also gonna taste the homebrew that I have on tap. Yeah. You're gonna get fed lunch along with a pint of homebrew to have with your lunch, and uh, and then you're gonna be able to come back and bottle the beer with me. Okay. Uh, the following week, so it's it's on the up and up. It's not it's really not creepy. It's, yeah, it sounds it's like it's on the up and up. <laughs> All right, that's very good. I, I like to hear it, and uh, and then I just want to make sure we we. Plug the the beer club that you guys are uh, with too. It's a homebrew club, I imagine. Uh, the the people can, homebrewers in your area can join. Yep. Uh, the Zymer Geeks. Yeah, Central Coast Zymer Geeks, and it's uh, zymergeeks.org or .com. Okay. And uh, we're in the Santa Cruz area. We we basically are between uh, Boulder Creek all the way down to Aptos and. That's about it. I love it. All right. We Excellent. need more beer clubs out there. So, all right. Dave and Mark from the Zymer Geeks, thanks very much for being Thank on the you. show. For I'll you. let you get back to your brew. Don't screw it up like I would. Yeah. All right, guys. Do a good job. Watch out for the boil over. I'll, I'll be by to taste it uh, this afternoon when it's done. All right. <laughs> yeah. He'll you be gone. Yeah. already grab everything so I don't forget. <laughs> all right. We're thebrewingnetwork.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes. i got to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk to some more brewers here at the Monterey Beer Festival and bring the whole thing home to you. This is the session live from Monterey. Hang in there. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to Riverside 
dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Okay, I rolled a 15, and I get a plus two from my yeast starter. Nope, sorry, you failed your roll. Your beer is infected. No way! You had to be at a 24. It's schizosaccharomyces. This sucks! I just failed versus oxidation! Our party is fracked! Doug's the only one left, and his beer is a Berliner Weiss! What's this? A tea party? Hey, this is a brew session, man. Get lost! Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Does your significant other know the difference between an Irish red ale and a Flanders red ale? Do you burp, strizzle, spalt, and fart Y yeast 2308? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the socially awkward Patters beer and the sci-fi convention showstopper number eight make 10th level at northernbrewer.com wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator yeah. <laughs> i mean your friends will look at you with awe and, and it's stuff. just hot it is it's so super hot <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio because like beer radio shouldn't suck you're listening to the session program live from the Monterey Beer Festival out here on the Monterey Peninsula and uh, just a great day. We're going to wrap things up here, our last segment today, and then we'll let the uh, the beer keep pouring. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of empty kegs uh, rolling by us, JP, since uh, the last break. I've heard uh, the last few hours we've been getting reports. We're like Beer Central. We'll be getting reports that uh, this brewery's out and such and such brewery's out. And yeah. We know what Breaking happens. Breaking beer news. When, no when you come more. to these beer festivals and people start running out of beer, we know to end the show because it gets ugly fast. Yeah. If you start walking up to everybody, do you have any more? Come on, give me some more. I let, need, yeah. Let me try some of what you're, uh, what you're, running well, with. Give me some out of your glass, man. Yeah. And it just gets weird and creepy. Yeah. So uh, that's why we're going to wrap this up here pretty soon. we got a couple more interviews to do just to talk about how this uh, festival came together. I heard the uh, the bathroom lines are 20 minutes long. Is that right? Yeah. You want to tell the story about the men's bathroom here? I uh, so I, I, Not that story. Oh, 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 what's on the wall? So I Twittered a picture and I think I Oh, pieced, you did? I think I pieced it. Yeah, the, ba- the men's room and here is an interesting thing because uh, instead of investing in toilets, they just thought, hey, what if we just Dug, dig Carve a hole, a hole in the ground, out. and we yeah. put tile on that hole, and they just pee in the ground. And there's no spacers, so it you know it, it, one thing about being a guy that that's that's really kind of uh, ingrained, Weird. like uh, you know like hunting and gathering and wife taking, yeah. is if you're peeing in a <laughs> yes. in a space that has no preset dividers, you will make one up in your head, and there's at least a, a, a yeah. two shoulder length rule, uh, maybe even an arm's length between you and the next person next to you. Which you know is what part mean? of so, the reason why the lines are so long, because if yeah. we, if we could. Just just not be so phobic and actually, but 
But you can't. If you're peeing and your shoulder touches the guy next to you. That's gay. <laughs> yeah, it's not allowed. Yeah. No. In fact, you stop. You shrink so much you can't pee. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, yeah, so that whole wall, it's a whole wall. Yeah. It could probably fit six dudes. That's right. There's only three peeing at a time because everyone wants to be real manly. But it's like, oh, all right. It's weird. Uh, beer yeah. writer Corby Anderson is sitting in with us right now. I just I wanted to talk about the spray factor, which is part of the... You, you have know, to be careful. It's very important. You definitely have to be. Not to mention, these are bathrooms with clowns painted on them. And which is also clowns. the other weird thing about the restroom. There are clowns painted there, and it, it is a, it's a bit strange. I do want to. I, I also want to make a public service announcement. You know, radio has for a long time been associated with public service, and I want to announce this. Wash your hands. I mean, how many times are you in the restroom, and you know who you are? I'm probably looking at 30 of you right now. Probably looking at me, too. And, you know, you go in there, and you... <laughs> it's kind of where you're like, ah, it's me. Uh, you know, you go in there, and you use the restroom, and then there's a sink and, like, soap and stuff, but you walk right by it. I don't know why. Like, you think you're, they're going to run out of beer by the time you get outside, well, or maybe Maybe it's just too much effort to get your hands wet. It's another 35 seconds. Use a little soap. Because what happens is I come out here, and then a guy comes up to me like this, and he puts out his hand. He wants to shake my hand. Hey, yeah. I love what you guys do. And you don't know if he touches his wiener or not. I don't know if he washed his hand after he held his wiener. Yeah. Well, see, my wiener is clean, so it's like, okay, why well, just I showed. I wash my wiener. I get straight <laughs> to the, yeah. straight to the you got to wash your so wiener. that's my PSA for beer festivals and, and public restrooms in general. You know, use this. You, Wash your hands. Come on. It's ridiculous. Now, now, now just, someone's yelling at Justin now. It's a two-holer. But you wash your hands. It's a two-holer. boy. Hey, hooray for washing your hands. Thank you. Because you got to wash your hands. All right. Yeah. So that's our public service for today, and for that's about holders. the extent of our generosity, too. The rest yeah. is all just beer conversation. The rest you got to figure it out yourself. Bebo, did you wash your hands uh, when you went to the restroom? No, because she went behind a pallet. Well, actually, I did end up going behind a pallet. <laughs> but <laughs> no, not even. I did use hand sanitizer. I just gave that whole PSA, and my staff <laughs> isn't even using the bathroom. I used hand sanitizer. Oh, good. Yeah, but you put it all over the ground somewhere. The hand sanitizer? No, the you're kind that goes not away. your hand sanitizer. Bebo, go have another beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good lord. All right, we're going to wrap things up here. Now, Corby Anderson, before we do, uh, he's a a, a beer writer, and he's written for one of my favorite beer magazines called Beer Magazine. And the reason it's one of my favorites is because it's like the maxim of beer magazines. And a lot of beer geeks, you know, really hardcore into beer, they kind of like, you know, they're kind of snobby, and they hummed and hawed a little bit. Oh, it's a... It's all hot chicks, and they're just putting naked chicks on there to sell the magazine. Yeah. And really, I'm okay with that. It's fine. The article, I read it for the articles myself. Of course you do. Like Corby's articles. Like but Playboy? Like Playboy. It's the penthouse of, of we like to of think the of beer it world. Yeah, and, it's beer world. But I, in, all, in all seriousness, it's really a great magazine, and why not? Look it. When you come to the beer festivals, we come here for two things. Beautiful yes. women and, and... clowns and, on the bathroom wall. And then great beer. Three yeah. things. Oh, oh, three things. Okay, yeah. Uh, and, and beer magazine has that. So, Corby, how long have you been uh, doing beer writing? Uh, actually, I guess about a month. Is that right? <laughs> you just I uh, submitted went one for story for those yeah. guys. And, and they took it. And they took it, and uh, it was about the Boonville Beer Festival, which was about, what, a month ago? It's our favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think it's coming out in the next issue, and it's called Soiled Mucked Up in Boonville or something like Sounds that. Sounds good. It's good. Because um, it was all rainy there this it year. It was. So, so there, there's a heavy emphasis on mud wrestling. Yeah. Um, oh. There's also this hot. is what I'm talking about. Turkey eating. There's a lot of, conver- you know, conversations I had with pirates. It was like the Woodstock of beer festivals this year. It was. A lot of mud. And, uh, 
All right. It was quite interesting. So you, you're not necessarily a beer writer then, but you thought, hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm going to write about this. You are a writer. Okay. I pitched him a story. I, I write for uh, various music magazines, uh, Jam Bass. I write for the Monterey County Weekly here in town as a freelancer. Okay. Uh, I'm a people person. And, and I had a friend who runs the Anderson Valley Brew beer uh, company. Yeah. Uh, John Curry, the great John Curry, if you've ever been to Anderson Valley. And uh, he invited me up to come write about it, and so I pitched the story, and they, they took it. Okay. See, this is a this is a story for all of you beer fans out there, yeah. is that sometimes you just have to pitch a good story. Or yeah. or if you want to become a brewer, sometimes you just got to show up and intern at the brewery, and uh, before you know it, you could be uh, getting a little bit of work in the industry that you love. I actually told them that the story that I was going to write could literally... Uh, Pull the entire world economy back from the brink of the you pit of disaster. That's how you got the got it. That's take what it? I had. I had to kind of go a little further than might have. Uh, I really like happened. that. You ever sold sponsorships to a radio yeah. station? Yeah. You want to? Uh, we can put you. Uh, give you a couple ad packages. You know, <laughs> by if I get a Bean the Army shirt, network, you uh, will cure cancer. You will cure cancer, and uh, I thought you guys had artichokes salt. on your grenades, but then I realized it was hops. Yeah, that happens. If you wear our shirts outside of beer festivals, you get a lot of artichoke. Or if you wear it in Berkeley, people. Think Think you're a pothead, right? And uh, which is all fine. Uh, but if you wear it at a beer fest, generally people know that it's. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you go to uh, Downtown Joe's in Napa, which is one of our great sponsors, a, a nice uh, little craft brewery there, and you wear your BN Army gear, you get uh, three dollar beers. I think it is. I think that's what it is. And yeah. if you and if you have a BN Army tattoo, like a lot of our listeners actually have the hop grenade inked, you get dollar beers. So if anybody wants the hop grenade tattooed to their body, you get dollar beers at Downtown Joe's. Temporary or full time? Uh, oh, full time. So yeah, you for can't the rest of your life, you'll get a dollar beer. Yeah. For the rest, yeah. As long as you're, as long as, as, as long, long as, as we exist. Yeah. Oh, we have and wedding cake. Oh, thank Our you. Our wedding couple, uh, Eva, what's Mitch and Melissa, have Shut brought us. You're really going to share your wedding cake with us, bunch of schleps. Oh. It's fantastic. That's very too. nice of you. Thank you so much. I. This will be the first time in the history of our show that I will allow my staff to eat on the air because it's generally cake. bad radio. They <laughs> chomp into the microphone. <laughs> JP, you want to put that all over your beard? Yeah, I do. And uh, <laughs> get into the. It looks like a great cake. I had a piece. These guys gave me a piece. I, I gotta I stand up for this cake and, and say it's it's amazing. Now, did you bring enough for everybody? <laughs> you had what? to hide this cake yeah. somewhere in the. Wow, that is really very nice of you. Thank you for doing that. It, the cake was made. Oh, the bakery in Monterey. Paris, Paris bakery, bakery in Monterey made their cake. All right, All right, happy to give that plug for you guys. You guys are my favorite people on the planet today, I have to say. I do love you guys. That's a brilliant yeah. idea. Mitch and Melissa. If only Sam wasn't an idiot, he might have thought of that. Our yeah. wedding was almost like a beer tasting festival. It was. We did bring no. a bunch of beer for you. made yeah. all of our beer. We, we homebrewed all shit. their beer. Yeah. Your wedding was more of like the after part of a beer festival. <laughs> we did. It was very... Drunk I thought it was pretty cool, actually. All of your friends made the beer for your sure. wedding. So kind of in line with, with you folks. That was pretty good. Oh. Saved us a hell of a lot of money. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Empty that glass. Did they make the cake as well? All right, yeah. I gotta get into this. I'm gonna do this. All right, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Gift also. Thank you. What do you try that icing? That icing is something. Doesn't that look good? I'll Amazing. start with the icing. I want that. And, uh, looks really good. How do you know those forks are new? They look new. <laughs> okay. Don't freak me out. <laughs> All right. Hey, did you ask her if she washed her hands? You guys are really concerned about hygiene. Justin has a it's phobia. Just Justin's kind of weird about that. Is it good? Oh, this is a really good cake, it's though. Is it? Yeah, I'm not really gonna share. Do you get your own fork? Don't touch my fork. Yeah, that's good cake right there. All right. 
Well, Corby, I wish you luck. Thanks. Uh, please keep writing for, for, for uh, publications like Beer Magazine so I can keep buying them. I have a website that uh, has another short story about beer, which is called The Corking Monkeys, that I just published this week. And it's one of those. It's, so it's That's my name. That's not a porn site, is it? No, it's it's about uh, <laughs> some people corking beer, you know. Oh, got it. Corking yeah. Monkeys. I see. Uh, and that's uh, so it's Corby, my name's C-O-R-B-Y, Anderson. Dot wordpress.com. All right, CorbyAnderson.wordpress.com. Hey, thanks for being on the program. I really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. I tried it. It's amazing. Thank you. Not to mention, Corby's been here. He's been schlepping ice all day. Yeah, he's been working. Yeah, uh, that's he a hard job. Out and, uh, Luckily, Chad's here to uh, beer. help him take the edge off a little bit. All right, we're going to wrap things up here, everybody. I want to thank Monterey for having the Brewery Network down yeah, here. Yeah, everybody. Really, Monterey, uh, everybody. A lot of fun. You guys were great, and it uh, looks like everybody's having a good time. You know, I worried for a little while that it might get kind of rowdy around here. And you know what? This for, is one of the coolest festivals yeah. I've been to. Yeah. A bunch of pot-smoking hippies up here is what it is. Yeah. And, like it. Uh, you can't get in fights yeah. when that happens. <laughs> You know, it's Not funny, we're, but, you know, we're saying, oh, Monterey, this, Monterey, that, and soon you say pot, these chicks go, ah, oh, I love it, yeah. If we would have just changed our sign to, to like, pot the, the weed network, yeah. we, they, they would have been here all day long. The smoking network. Oh, I love it, bro. man. If I can remember, I'm totally going to listen. To what? <laughs> exactly. I'm so high right now. Where all are right. we? Okay. <laughs> 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 it's too- <laughs> All right, oh, a big man. special thanks to the organizer of this beer festival, the guy who's put this on for you for years, Jeff Moses. Uh, so yeah. thanks for inviting us out, and thanks to Jeff. Uh, of course, Chris and Meredith, uh, the beer geeks. You can go to beergeek.com. Chris and Meredith uh, actually the ones who invited us to, to be here today. And, 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 it's been and, really great. Uh, gave Jeff our attention. So that, it's been that's, fantastic. <laughs> has it, Bebo? <laughs> no, it's four hours away from Sam, and, and she's drunk. Bebo, did you have a good time today? I had a wonderful... I'm having a wonderful time. I'm not done having a good time. I can tell. Look at the perma smile on Bebo's face. She's been having a, a great... <laughs> she has her own cheering club, section. Apparently. Yeah. Ah, Bebo has a fan club everywhere she goes. And uh, also, special thanks to the Brewing Network staff. You guys did a great job today. I didn't do anything. Wow, thanks. I didn't mean that's you, That's like JP. the first time oh. you've ever thanked us. But uh, that's not true. You it's didn't do anything either, You were, you were sober enough to hear it. Uh, thank you, Chad. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Bebo. Thank you, JP. Thanks to Kate. Everyone's done a great job today. Woo-hoo. And, uh, again, thanks to Monterey and Jeff for having us. And those guys. And, and these guys right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and thank are... you, Justin. <laughs> You're welcome, Bebo. Whatever. <laughs> are we going to hug now, or what the hell's going There'll on? There'll be no hugging. Let's yeah. hug. All right, we're back on uh, on the air in studio next week. It's our pre-NHC show. we got Jamil Zanishef and uh, and Gordon Strong, uh, both oh. on the program with us, talking about competition brewing. They're both uh, very successful Ninkasi winners, and they're going to come on the show and talk to us about how to brew award-winning beer. So tune in next week, and you're going to get that. And uh, the week after, it's all live from the National Homebrewers Conference. So oh, stay man. tuned to the BN. we got a lot of stuff happening this month. And uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya.
day I walk up to me when the skies are gray I'll take a Belgian through any time And the women think the lamb is fine But don't you give me that American crude Boy, they want a real homebrew Homebrew, don't you really love a better homebrew Can't get enough of it Homebrew, it blows my mind I love homebrew all the time Yeah, I think I'll have me well I'm the one right now Love my 